Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. The first thing I want to talk about is, now we, we talked about psychics kind of the other night, didn't we? And we kind of were a bit cynical about the whole thing. But how would you like to know what your future holds? Well, that's something Jessica Adams, Britain's top psychic astrologer, specialises in. And earlier this year, she moved to Australia claiming she predicted the pandemic over a year ago. And she joins me on the line. She's been on TV talking about this. Jessica, good afternoon or good evening to you. (laughs) Good afternoon, Noel. Is it morning, afternoon? What time is it where you are right now? (laughs) Well, I am... Here on Friday at 8 a.m. in Tasmania, Australia, and you can probably hear the birds in the garden. <laughs> oh, that sounds cute. <laughs> and I, I'm assuming I'm assuming the weather is nice now because obviously we're heading into winter. So there's obviously I'd say that yes. the temperature is rising in Australia now. Yeah. Oh yes, it's a lovely balmy morning here. A balmy morning. There you go. Now, very balmy. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica, just a little bit about yourself before we get into your predictions. I mean, when did you start this? When did you take up an interest in astrology? By the way, I was very small. I was eight or nine years old. I was living in London with my mum and dad and brother, and there was a show called Catwoman on the Magic Zodiac on television, which I guess went to Ireland as well. Yeah. And I was fascinated by the by this man, this wizard of his twelve zodiac signs. Yeah. And we, I mean, everybody used to read, remember, do you remember years ago, the horoscopes? We used to read them in the newspapers mm. and people used to kind of go by them. And then all of a sudden that didn't happen anymore. People didn't do that anymore. They stopped. I don't know whether they still even print them. I'm not even too sure whether they do or not. They do, uh, they do print them and I've, I've written a few for newspapers and so on. Um, but they've really gone onto the internet now. That's what, where it's all, everyone's on YouTube doing the horoscopes. And I, mean, I can hear those birds, by the way, chirping away in the background. <laughs> no. And I, what do you say to people who are cynical and say, ah, it's all a load of nonsense looking into the stars and pretending you can tell somebody's future or what's going to happen in the world? What do you say to people like that? Well, it's, uh, it's a fair, fair comment and, you know, each to his own, really. But um, astrology's had a long track record of predicting the future. So, you know, we've got Nostradamus there in the 1500s and we've got William Lilly there predicting the plague in the 1600s. So we've been doing it for, it's, uh, you could say it's not just survived 2,000 years, it's thrived. So mm. I would say there's got to be something in it. So give us, what, what did you actually say, you know, over a year ago in relation to COVID-19? Well, I mean, I'm assuming you didn't give it a name. You just said there was a pandemic on the way. No, I called it a, a, a yes, no, I saw a virus. Um, and I saw it twice. So once in early 2019, I saw a virus for the 10th of January 2020. Yeah. And uh, to me, it looks looks like a code 1010020. So I just said to the readers, I'm not very good on codes, but maybe you could tell me because I'm seeing a virus. And then um, a bit later in 2019, I made another prediction that we would see a virus linked to shipping and chaos in March on a date, and it was two days before the pandemic was declared with all those cruise ships. So, uh, it's yeah, it's, it's there on my website. Okay. And, uh, and to people who might say, well, you know, there were others who kind of predicted this. When I say scientifically predicted, Obama mentioned it, Bill Gates mentioned it, going back four or five years ago, that the next big attack that we would have would be something as small as a virus rather than a war on land or a war in the sky. And, and these people kind of predicted this would be, I mean, we do have what comes close to pandemics on a regular basis. Uh, this is obviously the worst we've had 
uh, in quite a long time when it comes to the spread of it. So, you know, people would say, well, sure, look, that, that wouldn't really be a prediction. It's like something that would be obvious that was going to happen. Would you would you yes, be so, we would you would you be scientific? Well, are you a scientific person? Um, I believe that, that the only explanation that comes for astrology is really with quantum mechanics. Mm. We live in an uncertain universe, and uh, you know this is really where and it comes from Dublin, partly that's where some of the research was done. But we are living in a, what they call the multiverse. There is no one single reality, and this is one of them. Right, okay. So that's, that's not a bad explanation. <laughs> okay, so like a parallel universe, so to speak, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, exactly, into, yeah. I'm very Always. into that, by the way, the whole theory of parallel universes and that mm. every decision we make takes mm. us in a different direction, but the other direction still goes the mm. same way. You know, so we have multiple exactly. worlds. I mean, you've got Schrodinger was, was uh, living in Ireland for a time, wasn't he, on Marion Square there, and uh, lived near Yates. So the pair of them were all about the same thing. Um, the many, many worlds, yeah. Yeah. Okay, the other thing as well, of course, that you predicted, um, uh, you predicted that the royal family would obviously come a cropper, and they did, of course, with Meghan and uh, Harry, of course, they moved off to California, well, Canada first, and then California. And what was your prediction in relation to that? Remind us what your prediction was in relation to that. I had a look at her horoscope, and I noticed that it was just like Princess Margaret's. So she's very similar life to Princess Margaret. In fact, they were both called Meg, and they're both married captains. Um, beyond that, of course, with the royal family, about three years ago, we had a lot of eclipses in Leo, the royal sign, and I saw this huge cover-up involving Buckingham Palace, which, of course, turned out to be Prince Andrew. Um, so according to astrology and history, um, they are in a crisis. Um, mm. And I saw the two brothers, of course, Harry and William, um, passing ways, passing company. And again, I put that on my website. Yeah. I mean, it must be very interesting for you. I mean, look, again, I'm I'm very cynical when it comes to all these things, you know. So, but I mean, it's whatever floats your boat, I suppose. And a lot of people, you know, are into it and kind of believe a lot of this stuff. And, and they believe that you genuinely believe and you genuinely can predict uh, things in the future. But I mean, do, do you ever scare yourself when you see something? I mean, how do you do it? I believe you look into water, is it? Is that how you do it? Yes, I look in the water, which is an old technique called scrying, which Nostradamus used to do. Oh, and I remember I Nostradamus. I remember, I remember reading Nostradamus, the quatrains. Oh, yes, the quatrains. Absolutely amazing. And there's one of them coming through now in America. Um, he's basically sat there with his... He sat on a stool in his, in his house and he had a bowl of water in front of him and I think he had it candle at night and he would just see the visions and write them down. So, um, Very interesting, and, and people used to interpret them. I remember he talked about, now this is long before World War II, he talked about the pigs in mm. the sky. And it turned out That's the, right. the, the, the pigs in the sky were the masks that they wore, which kind of made them look like pigs while they were flying the planes, I suppose. That, that's where the yes, pigs in the sky. Yes, that's right. He, he, yeah, he had no way of explaining what he was seeing, because, of course, gas masks or a pilot's masks were hundreds of years into the future, but... I think he also saw headlines. I think he saw specific names. Perhaps he was even seeing websites. Um, because a lot of what he's been saying about America, he keeps talking about a woman called Amy, who, of course, is Donald Trump's appointment. Um, it's even, I think, a mention of Trump or Trump or Trumpets. So I'll have to go and check in Nostradamus. Yeah. 
And okay, I, I and I'm mm. assuming you have predictions around the American election, which is only a, literally a few days away. We should have a fair idea who's won the election. It's tight. That's all we can mm. say. I mean, look, you just don't know which way it's going to go because, of course, we all thought Donald Trump didn't have a chance in the last election, and he came out of nowhere towards mm-hmm. the end and did have a chance, and, and obviously won it. So, I mean, I mean, what have you predicted between Biden and Trump now on Tuesday? Well, three years ago, I had a look at 2020, um, and it was really clear that it was going to be Obama and Biden's year. Um, And it was also going to be a year when people who didn't normally get to the top were at the top. So women and people who were black, not white. So I put that in writing as well. (laughs) I've got to do these things. Um, Not talking about specific presidents, but talking about a general trend. We're about to see the same cycle that brought... Biden and Obama to power the first time. So that's a bit of a clue. Mm-hmm. Well, I think certainly Biden or Obama's whispering in Biden's ear at the moment. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but uh, so you, yeah. so if you were hedging a bet tomorrow, you'd be putting it on Biden. I think it's going to be a shock um, election, and I think there'll be more shocks to come in 2021. I would keep my eye on Kamala Harris because I think she's going to go up and up. Um, Well, I I suppose the theory is that Joe Biden probably doesn't have too long to go, with the greatest respect to the man. Um, And (laughs) uh, Kamala, I suppose, was brought in as vice president or his his wingman or wingwoman, uh, because she's the one they really want to push forward, isn't she? She's, um, it's almost like history's overtaken us here, because the future really starts just before Christmas Eve is all about uh, equality. And so... It really would quite fit the next few years beyond 2023 if we did end up with the black female president. Mm. And in, mm. okay, I'm looking at some of the text. Somebody says, "No, please ask that astrologer." Um, or astro- well, by the way, is there a male and female version of the word astrologer? I don't think there is. Is there no? <laughs> no, we're all astrologers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is this the year that the Mayans predicted, and not 2012? Are you are you interested in what the Mayans predicted? I had a look at that a few years ago, and honestly, it's such a different culture. You can't really apply it to us today. Work for them doesn't really work for us. Because it wasn't everybody going on about November 2012 at one stage, and sure, look, nothing happened. Mm. I mean, I mean, but no. but people have been predicting the end of the world since the start of the world. So I mean, <laughs> I don't think that it's a good idea to start predicting it again because people generally get it wrong. I have you tried to predict the end of the world, by the way. No, I mean, even Nostradamus didn't even do that. No, absolutely. <laughs> it might feel like it at the moment, but no. And um, what would you do, like, when people come to you privately or whatever it is, can you predict their future or is it just world events that you, you like to predict or things that are in the news? I mean, is, is, it, is it just that kind of stuff or is it people's futures? Um, I don't do them anymore. I do them for charity. So I, the last one I did was for the Red Cross. Um, so yes, I do occasionally do uh, one-on-one, but very, very rarely these days. Okay, and, and and how do you do that? You just take their their date of birth, their star sign, and then look at the water. Um, I don't even bring the water. I don't even bring the water to me. I, I tend to give people a cup of tea, but I I do um, their horoscope based on their time, place, and date of birth. And if they want me to, I'll also look at their tarot cards. Oh, right, okay, the tarot cards. That's a bit creepy, isn't it? <laughs> it's actually extraordinary. And and again, it comes partly out of Dublin, which I didn't know until I went to Dublin for a long holiday. What, the tarot cards? Lots. 
Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, the tarot card, the, the most popular deck in the world has Irish roots because it's uh, linked to an artist called Pamela Coleman-Smith and she used to design stage sets there at the Abbey Theatre in Dublin. Okay. Um, yeah, very interesting, very Irish deck. I tell you what, you know, you, you know you're Dublin. You've been talking about Marion Street and also the Abbey Theatre as well, which is probably one of the most famous theatres uh, in the I world at this stage. I miss it, I think. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure I, you do. I'd love to go back. Can't go back, so I'm thinking about it. And by the way, what's it like mm. in Australia at the moment? Just, just out of, I know it's completely off on a tangent, but obviously COVID is affecting everywhere in the mm. world. Australia and New Zealand have taken a slightly mm. different, uh, or sort of say Tasmania, should I say. Uh, Tasmania have taken a completely yes. different approach to most places. Uh, what, what's it like in yes. Tasmania at the moment? It's completely normal. It's uh, We did our state of emergency in March. We all stayed at home and did a curfew. It was terrible, very dark, cold winter that we went through. But I have to say, we've eliminated it. We've been at least two months of, of no cases at all. Birds are singing, nobody's wearing masks. We're free. So, you know, I recommend it. If you can do it, I recommend it. And what's the population? What's the population there? It's tiny. It's only half a million people. Um, but Melbourne, which is my other home, um, is about an hour away by aeroplane. They've got about the same number of people, Victoria, Melbourne, Victoria as Ireland, about six million. So, and they've just uh, eliminated it and got it down to zero cases. So it can be done. It can be, I suppose, but you do then limit your possibilities of tourism because... You, you do have to basically plan for it. You tell everybody, look, you'll probably be on unemployment benefits, some of you, for three months, four months. We mm. shut all the airports. It's extreme. Um, but having been through it, I have to say, when you come out the other end, it's just fantastic. Yeah, I'm looking here. Somebody says, thanks, Nal. She must not be aware that we're entering a new age, out of the age of Pisces and into the age of Aquarius. Are we entering the age of Aquarius? That's right. Do you remember that song years uh, ago? This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. That's right. Oh, lots of hippies running around in the news. <laughs> yeah, that was love and peace, man, wasn't it? This is the dawning of the age yeah. of Aquarius. Is it the age of Aquarius? It is, yeah. Well, it's a mini age of Aquarius that we're moving into just before Christmas Eve. We've got Jupiter and Saturn going into Aquarius, and then we've got Pluto in Aquarius from 2023, and it being the sign of um, brotherhood and sisterhood and equality, uh, it's going to be a totally different world. Um, okay. Power will be spread across, not from the top down. Yeah, I think it's going to be a different, a very different world, I think, is certainly on the way. People talk about the Great Reset. Sure, even Time magazine mm. carried a front headline there the other mm. day of the Great Reset. Uh, somebody else just texted in, Pisces mm. equals deception, Aquarius, truth uncovered, apocalypse means unveiling, not the end of the world now. Oh. I didn't know mm. that. Uh, did, did you know that? I didn't know that's what the word apocalypse meant. Unveiling. No, no, I didn't at all. I would have thought apocalypse meant mm. tragedy and, you know, everything. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, somebody said, could these psychics predict that, that a pandemic was on the way in 2020 and that our lives would be in tatters? Or is it all very selective with the predictions? Sorry, I don't mean to offend. I'm just being sceptical, sceptical says Aaron. No, no, and no. Um, there, were, there were two predictions, and I didn't join them in the middle. The first one that, was, that we would see an economic upheaval, and I did predict it for Ireland particularly, that we were going to see a huge, uh, the world turning upside down, an economic shock. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had the virus, the two virus predictions, but what I didn't do was join them in the middle. Um, but... Yeah, absolutely. Lots of astrologers were, were looking at cycles and saying from 2018, for about six years, 
you are never going to live the same way again. Very similar cycle to the 1940s. So you think the new normal is with us forever? Heaven forbid. Um, no, it'll be until about 2026. Um, the, and it will be the new... The world will continue to turn upside down. Um, but there are good things to come out of that, believe it or not. Um, and we are going to see, particularly in Ireland, the rise and rise of uh, cryptocurrency. So, and, so like a cashless you know, society, essentially, as well. Absolutely. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if Ireland has her own digital currency eventually. Yeah. yeah, well, I think I think we're almost at a point of a cashless society now. But I think most people are using mm. the cards because everywhere you go now, people don't want to take cash anymore. Uh, and somebody else wants to know, mm. uh, when does she predict the pandemic will end? So the pandemic end of it rather than, I suppose, the, the new normal. When do you predict the, the actual pandemic will end? It'll be eliminated by different countries and regions. And the, the thing I see most for the United Kingdom is that she will split into the four old rugby nations really okay so we're talking ireland and northern ireland wales scotland england um and she'll eliminate it completely but do it in stages that's going to take a long time but it will happen um so then she will of course open her borders to other places that have eliminated it australia and new zealand are pretty close now mm-hmm. and then you've got places that were never touched by us at all like some of the islands so little by little, bit by bit, we're never going to see the end of this virus. It's going to hang around, which is what they do. But we will successfully eliminate it. Um, and maybe successfully live with artificial. it. Yeah, I suppose successfully um, live with it is important to people. We, yeah, it's a funny one. We're, li- we're living with it, but we, people who have eliminated it, don't. Um, they live in a sort of a bubble together, you know. Well, we so have, we're not really world. living with it. We're living miserably with it, unfortunately, at the moment. Most people are quite miserable you, in the Yes, life. when you... That's right. When you've got uh, parts of the world that have never beaten it, like America is now out of control, India and Russia are quite out of control, um, it's going to be a very long, hard road for them. But for the United Kingdom, there could be um, elimination much faster. So you would be walking around, no masks, no restrictions. Mm. Um, but you'll be doing your business you know, with each other and with, only with places which have also got rid of it. Um, so it's a different world, but it's, there's hope. And what about Ireland? Uh, people are texting us. Do you have any predictions for Ireland? What about Ireland itself? Somebody wants to know if they're going to win the Euro Millions tonight. I don't think she can tell you that. But, but what about Ireland? I think Ireland will replace Bitcoin with her own currency. So mm. even though it's all very new and very different, Ireland will come up with her own version of Bitcoin and it will be very successful. Mm. It will be a local economy. <clears throat> yeah. She will eliminate it. She will open her borders, first of all, to Scotland and Wales, and then eventually to England, and eventually the UK will come back together. Um, what, about, what about Ireland? There's something that everybody would want to know. Ireland and Northern Ireland. Will we, will we ever see, and yes, I'm sure I you're know. a united Ireland? You will, yes, because of this thing. Um, rather than deal with this terrible you know, thing called COVID, with, its, with all its damage and its death and so on, the two, the two islands will come together. Um, and for this, we turn to very old horoscopes that go back into the mists of time when it was all one. Um, but it will be done because there's no option. Yeah. yeah, a case of having to work together, I suppose. Being on the same island, yeah, otherwise we're not. Yeah. Um, yes. Hi, Niall. Does she yeah. predict any United Ireland? Marty, you just heard the answer to that one there, okay? Um, another person says, uh, Niall, what does she think? Does she predict much more death 
from COVID-19. Okay, it's, what we're seeing at the moment, I suppose, is more cases and less death, thankfully. Uh, but do you predict that, yeah. that 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 rate will go back up again or more death? It really depends on where in the world you are. I do fear for the United States. I think that is going to be a, a real tragedy. And my own friend died in New York from this back in March. You know, he's gone in three weeks. I think the United States is in real trouble. Um, but their deaths, deaths per million are not, to be honest with you, they're actually lower than the United Kingdom, so you have to take population into consideration. They, I mean, I'm not saying they're doing oh. well, by any stretch of the imagination, but um, they they are doing better than some countries. Yes, it's, uh, it's all that, each place is unique, isn't it? It's all about the local population mm-hmm. and the local lifestyle yeah. and the dependency on other countries, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, look, I have to say it's been very interesting talking to you. I mean, I know that some people won't, believe, won't believe a word of it. Uh, I'm a sceptical person, but it is interesting <laughs> to hear it. And then, see, in a year's time when all these things do happen and we have a cryptocurrency and we have a United Ireland, we can turn around and say, well, we had <laughs> Jessica Adams on a long time ago. She said all this stuff. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right, listen, thank very you very good. much indeed. And I appreciate you joining us tonight. Thank you. Thanks so much. There you go, Jessica you. Adams, by the way. And now living in Tasmania, that'd be nice. We'll just wake up with the birds singing in the morning and the sun. Sunshine and all that.